Hi everyone, I'm Chloe. Welcome back to the Mentors Connect podcast. Today, super excited to have a very prominent business leader here in Australia. Melanie Silva is the Managing Director of the Australian and New Zealand Division for Google. Massive company, wow. And today, I'm just excited to hear a bit about her career journey, but most importantly, talk about the future of Google. So thank you again so much, Melanie, for meeting me. Chloe, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. So, yeah, let's just getting started. Tell us a bit about yourself. You know, how did you find yourself on this path? (laughs) Well, it's a good question and probably not a traditional path because I um, studied economics at university and, you know, I don't want to be too old, but, you know, the internet wasn't even really a thing when I was choosing what to study at university. And and even when I first started working, it was not like something that we have today where it's sort of everywhere. Um, and I remember being in um, a meeting in one of my first jobs and hearing people talk about the internet. And mm-hmm. I just was like a meerkat popping my head over the top Ooh. of the, the cubicle going, oh, this sounds interesting. Like, can I, can I come and play? Mm-hmm. And, and that's how it really started. And I just... I really fell in love with seeing how you it was just so dramatically changing the way people were connecting with organizations and with each other. And, you know, so I just became a huge fan. And, you know, then back then there weren't a huge amount of people working in digital. And so, you know, I kind of um, ended up getting a number of jobs um, in the digital space and working with the internet. Um, largely in financial services. But then when Google launched, I remember saying, oh, my gosh, I really want to go work at Google one day. And, you know, lo and behold, I was working at um, a small digital business that was owned by Fairfax Newspapers. Mm. And one of my old colleagues came and said, hey, I just got this job at Google. I'm going to refer you for a job. And And it all started from there. So, you know, I guess the lesson there is really like if you're interested, you know, offer your services and, you know, have an experiment and do that little bit extra um, and follow your passions, really. Follow what interests you. Well, that's so cool, isn't it? But yeah, thank you for sharing that. And now I've got a few questions prepared. And the first one is, you know, what is Google focusing on at a local level? So it's a great question because, Chloe, we're just about to celebrate our 20th anniversary of Google in Australia. Um, And, you know, we started with one person in a lounge room (laughs) in 2002. And um, as we've been preparing for the 20th birthday, you may have noticed late last year, we launched a billion dollar investment in Australia. It's called the Digital Future Initiative. And so super excited about that. There's three kind of pillars. One's about research and we're building a research hub right here in Sydney, which is going to really look at breakthrough AI technologies and that fundamental research that needs to happen to create all of those breakthroughs. Um, Then we're partnering with organisations like the CSIRO and that's already starting to bear some fruit. And we're building a lot of digital infrastructure that's going to help support, you know, the Australian businesses of the future. Um, Just a couple of weeks ago, one of the first projects out of this partnership with the CSIRO was debuted at Google I.O., which is our big sort of developer event. Um, And we're working with them to identify the crown of thorns starfish on the Great Barrier Reef. And so using um, AI and machine learning technology, 
we can scan what's going on, where the crown of thorns starfish are emerging and then go in and help the divers to um, go in and treat it. So a huge impact on the Great Barrier Reef, but bringing the latest technology to the problem. And so if that's where we're at, you know, less than six months or so after launching, I just I can't wait to see what the research team gets up to. And of course, you know, like most organisations, we're grappling with getting um, people to transition to our hybrid way of working. So that's taking up a lot of my time as well. No, that's cool. And I think, you know, especially with the starfish, you know, it's very vocal, the Great Barrier Reef, something so Australian too. So love that. But now continuing, this, love is, that. A, this is a question from a friend. Um, and mm-hmm. they were wondering, you know, are there any new cool features that Google are looking to, you know, roll out, you know, whether that's for like kids, specifically adults? Yeah, well, look, I feel like I should be asking you to tell me what we should be looking to build because because I think one of the insights that we always have is, you know, how do we make sure that the solutions that we're building are great for the users that that use them? I mean, um, one of the things that we've been working on recently that you might have seen is, you know, around YouTube Kids. And so that's, you know, we, we obviously want to make sure that when we're building products, we're building them responsibly. And we don't want to have, you know, kids spending too much time on YouTube Kids. So we're building things like we've stopped autoplay on um, on YouTube Kids just so that you can make sure you're really consciously choosing to watch that next video. But there's like a whole bunch of different um, features that are, are coming soon. I mean, are there any products that you're interested in? Oh, no, I think Google's got everything I need. <laughs> it's got a lot of features. I don't know. <laughs> well, one of my personal favourites, which is not necessarily just targeted um, at children, but for all users, is um, this, it's sort of an augmented reality view on maps. So oh, yeah, let's just say like you that. can yeah. get off the train station and you're looking for a cafe or a boba shop or whatever it is. And you just don't even know which direction to go in. So you can actually pull up your phone and use the camera and it will put like virtual reality arrows in front of you so you know which direction to go. That's one of my favourites that I think oh, everybody actually can true. Use. Like such a lifesaver, Google Maps in general. Can imagine <laughs> yeah. in ways? Definitely. <laughs> um, so continuing on, I was wondering, you know, Obviously, Google's doing a lot of exciting things. You just mentioned a few before, you know, Great Barrier Reef AI, but... What are you Mm -hmm. and everyone at Google most excited about for the future of technology? Well, when I think about what technology can do um, and where Australians and the Australian economy is going to be headed, I think that we need to really look at how digital and AI can make a difference. I mean, we're really just at the beginning of this journey, Chloe, right? Like we've seen, um, you know, We'll probably talk a little bit more about things like the metaverse in a couple of years and it will seem like it's everyday normal when you know today it's something that's just Ooh. a little bit in the yeah Ooh, what's going on um so i'm really excited about how australian businesses can thrive and grow taking full advantage of ai and digital technology and and i think when you say artificial intelligence and machine learning, it can be a little bit scary, right? But the reality is just getting started in digital, whether you are a tech startup, and I just came back from an event with 200 founders and VC investors and 
thing. They're all got great ideas and great big problems to solve. And when you walk out of a room like that, you know, Google will play just a very small role in helping them, whether it's, you know, with the infrastructure or even just in helping them to use Gmail to communicate with each other. But I just get so excited with what Australian small businesses do when they've got technology in their hands. And we saw it a lot through the pandemic, right? Um, we saw people, um, you know, just pivot their businesses and do all sorts of things that they never thought were possible um, just because technology has made it um, possible. I mean, we're talking to each other today <laughs> on something that this technology even, you know, 10 years ago seemed really, really crazy, right? And it's in the hands of everybody in their pocket on a phone. So, yeah, I just... I've seen a lot in my career. I've seen a lot of technological advancement, but wow, there's so much, there's a bright future ahead of us. Exciting. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, so you kind of touched on it a little bit before. You know, we talked a bit about the mapping features from Google Maps, mm -hmm. you know, virtual reality. But I want to discuss a bit about the metaverse. You know, obviously it's a very trendy, hot topic lately. Seen as, yeah. like, you know, by what a big corporation says, the future of the internet, you know, how's Google looking at this potential opportunity? Well, look, I mean, I think that, um, you know, you're well studied in all things metaverse, Chloe, I'm sure. And there's, there's lots of different definitions. I think where we see it is how can we make a virtual world help you in the real world, mm. right? Um, and so the AR um, live map view that I shared with you is one great example. But just uh, a couple of weeks ago, we launched in partnership with Telstra and the AFL, a new, uh, we call it a wayfinding service. And so Marvel Stadium in Melbourne, it's one of the I greatest new stadiums. Yeah. So you've been, well, you, you need to get your Android phone and download the Wayfinder. <laughs> um, imagine, you know, you show up at the stadium and You've got to find your seat. You've got to find where to get a drink. You've got to find where to get your hot dog. You've got to find where the toilets are. Um, and again, we've created this really awesome immersive experience um, for the stadium. And so when you arrive, you can sort of use different points within the stadium to navigate your way around. But it brings to life like all the Marvel characters. So like Iron Man will shoot up out of it. Yeah, I mean, That's it's so amazing. Cool. Yeah, but I think, you know, look, it's it's easy to say that it's all going to be gaming and we're going to mm. just have fun in the metaverse. But I think, you know, where we're thinking about it at Google, it's where can you really bring together this technology to, to make a difference and bring the physical and the virtual worlds together? No, I think that's really cool. And, you know, that Wayfinder, oh, my goodness, that's so amazing. Yeah, I have to send it to you. You'll love yeah. it. Okay. So now, <laughs> final question before we start finishing up, you know, Obviously, Google's always been a very future thinking, well, the internet, it is the internet. But, you know, how are young people shaping the future of Google as a company? Well, look, I mean, I think when you look around the offices here at Google, you know, we obviously have a lot of young engineers who are shaping the future, but we've always been a really user-first company. And so you have to think about, and especially at Google, I think when you're building products that you want the whole world to use, the billions of users. You know, young people are a huge part of that. Yeah. So, you know, we're always really lean into things like user experience testing and making sure that we're researching the ideas that we, um, you know, end up taking to the market. But look, I think that, um, you know, 
again, I have to just come back to these exciting startups that you see around. Like they're really pushing the limits of where technology is going. And so, you know, if again, if we just play a very small part, whether it's Gmail or using some search ads to let people find these new businesses, I mean, young people are shaping the future of the internet would be my answer to you, um, not just not just Google. Well, no, that's amazing. And one final question before we finish this podcast episode, Melanie, I was hoping if you could give a piece of advice perhaps to like a young viewer who is excited about this, you know, future of technology, perhaps wants to have a career like yourself and be a leader in this space. Mm. Well, Chloe, I think that, you know, sometimes you can be your own worst enemy. Sometimes in your mind, you can stop yourself from maybe taking a bit of a risk that might just push you forward. So my advice to people who are interested is push ahead, push through that voice, tell it just to be quiet for a couple of minutes because, you know, when you take that first step, it's not going to be smooth, it's going to be bumpy, but that's what learning feels like, right? Learning is uncomfortable and when you don't understand something fully, you kind of feel out of your depth. But just embrace that feeling because a lot of the time that's when you when you nail it that's when you sort of look back and you think wow I'm so glad I took that risk and I didn't want to do it at the time but oh my gosh I'm so glad I did (laughs) because look where we are now Um, so you know you're always going to have that little voice in your head but just sort of tune into when you need to turn it down and when you need to um, turn up turn it up (laughs) well thank you so much melanie for that great piece of advice your time today and just sharing us all these cool insights it's been so cool talking to you oh thanks so much for having me chloe it's been really awesome to talk to you too and congratulations on everything you do